Welcome back to another episode of The Worst Thing I Ever Watched. I'm Colleen. And I'm Helen. And we are here today on this hallowed day after a full moon preparing for Halloween (laughs) to talk about a terrible spooky film. Yes. And rehash all of the many ways in which it is delightful and horrible. And I believe this is number 12 in the Halloween movie franchise. 12? Yeah. And then 13 is the last one, Halloween Ends, that just came out on Peacock. Yeah. Okay. Right off the bat, I just have to say, what is Danny McBride doing, making his side hustle, producing and writing the Halloween series and what is john carpenter doing still having anything to do with this movie (laughs) who's john carpenter john carpenter directed the original halloween movie in 1978 it was one of his like first movies he directed and he directed the thing Mm -hmm. we seen the thing he directed that thing no i haven't seen the thing (laughs) the thing is that scary movie it's really good where it's Mm -hmm. A bunch of people um in space and space. the thing is this uh unseen element or spirit or whatever that's killing them all oh and it's really scary and it's really good and he's done a bunch Ooh. of other films as well that are good nice so this is kind of a random i'm gonna google real quick another one that you might have seen from him because he, yeah he does a lot of like well-reviewed movies mm-hmm. a science fiction horror movies mm-hmm. kind of like movies. genre yeah perhaps he's still involved because this is a big money-making machine and he's technically attached to the very first one so it's like it, get said that, good. it said that he um and jamie lee are producers mm-hmm. of this movie in the long ass credit sequence Dude, that credit sequence of the opening was so long. And the graphics weren't even cool. The graphics were like old pumpkin animations from 1973. Um, He did... Have you ever seen Big Trouble in Little China? No, but that sounds very familiar. They Live, Escape from L.A. He's done a bunch of movies. Dark I feel Star. like... The more you read that I haven't seen, the less educated I seem. These aren't really uh, movies that you would watch personally. They're not really your kind of movies. The it's Fog. Not a mystery, extremely flamboyant or musical. No, <laughs> and it's not a comedy either. <laughs> my, my favorite combination uh, of genres. <laughs> science fiction and horror, so... In the 70s and 80s, especially, which is not really your not my not my scene. I will say in the last couple years, horror like scary movies have grown on me. Like I used to not fuck with them at all. And now like when I hit my mid-20s, I started liking them. But it's hard sometimes when you find a bad one. You're like, I "I hate these. The bad ones. I just hate (sighs) I have a friend who refers to it as gore porn. Yeah, I don't like that. It's scary movies, and they this movie has a lot of that, where it's just, like, gratuitous guts and violence. Yeah, for no reason. But with no real purpose. This movie... Dude, that describes this movie. Yeah, and it's (laughs) unfortunate, too, because 
So the original one has a little bit of that, but it's more of like it's more the jump scares and the yes. <gasps> he's on beauty. They set the scene and it's more psychological right. and slower. This one right. is like there's so many plots and so many things jumping around. It feels like a really like fucked up Batman movie. Yeah. And yeah. then just like necks are being ripped out. It's like Rambo Batman. I was getting energy like especially there was a scene where he stabbed or he smashes somebody in the face with something Michael Myers like hit somebody right in the eye space and then it just like presses is it when he presses the eyeballs into the no, skull? No, but that was fucking insane though. That I, will say, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's ah. like if somebody ever I don't know about you but as a that's person like- who moves through the world looking like a woman I have ideas about what I would do if the situation presented itself and I would go for the eyes because they're soft and you just dig right in there and you're like boom I think I would barf though if I did that I would would probably like shit my pants as I was doing it but if it saved my (laughs) life I wouldn't care remember when we were kids and our mom always told us if someone ever tried to kidnap us to pee and poop our pants Yes, that's what they say. They still say that, I think. But she would like really emphasize <laughs> Like in some weird world, we as children, we have perfect control of our bowel movements and can <laughs> shit on command. I couldn't even do that as an adult. Well, I think she <laughs> if you were like pissing shit your pants right now, <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, uh <laughs> I'm scared. I can't. <laughs> I guess I do remember her saying that. I just remember more like stranger danger, like yeah. don't get in weird people's cars. Don't accept candy from people, except for weird ladies at the opera. Yeah, or like art <laughs> candy from the bank or the doctor's office or yeah, the we took candy office. from a lot don't of take candy from strangers, except for every weirdo living in a ten mile radius of you on Halloween. Yeah, except for the bank and oh yeah, and all the weirdos on Halloween night. Um, kind of disappointed I never swallowed a razor blade inside a Tootsie Roll, but whatever. Disappointed. I'm being facetious, aka facetious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's also a minor plot line in this movie. I was gonna say I think that they talk about even. someone swallowing a razor blade in this movie, and that's what made me think of this. Yeah, we'll get there in the recap. There's some asshole kids who suck. This film was felt long for how long it was. It was only an hour and a half. So much packed into it. Also had no idea. First of all, Jamie Lee Curtis should sue whoever did that hair and makeup on her. She looks old. Yeah. Granny. (laughs) Yeah, she looks like shit, but I feel like she does not give a fuck. <laughs> no, she does. She's like, not. I love this shit. It's yeah, so. I and think she's she a badass. A yeah, Honestly, I think she has a blast doing it. The reason I guess that I hate the wig so much is that it's not necessary. Just no, let Jamie Lee Curtis rock her real hair. She why looks so it... good with the short hair? Yeah, always. I'm like, why does she have to have? Well, she had short hair. Wig. I think. It was kind of built for her. The wig. They're trying to, yeah, they're trying to go for Lori's original Original. hair in the movie. But I believe so. There's 
13 movies total mm-hmm. but it's sort of like a choose your own adventure thing because right, each one is its own sort of well no there's it's random so like oh. the first one is michael myers mm-hmm. the second one is like an unreally it's like a different story on halloween night oh the third one has nothing to do with mike myers at all it just is a horror movie that takes place halloween time mike myers wow baby (laughs) i know that's what i would say like mike myers aka psychedelic that's what he says (laughs) austin powers slash the love guru (laughs) you should watch the love guru that's a really bad one another thing i'm open to it another thing about (laughs) um this movie is that michael myers there is literally no way that a man can catch up to people running just by walking this is physically yeah i hate the walking impossible (laughs) there's no way kyle richards is running for her life and this guy is like 12 feet behind her just strolling at a casual pace i know he just has really uh he has a really long, long stride. step yeah stride ride in the words of Hathaway. but um oh yeah and then i was gonna say the so the first three were made in like the 80s right and i've seen i've actually seen all of those mm-hmm. i've seen way too many of these now looking back i'm surprised i think i've only seen the first one and this because one i i love scary movies and i like as a teenager and as a child would always watch the amc marathons yeah i watched dad. the shining on amc like in entirety over the course of two halloweens on amc i would always watch them like while i was writing papers and stuff like with commercials so i've seen random bits and pieces mm-hmm. of all of these but then there are the ones that are around the 90s mm-hmm. and these are my favorite ones there's a uh, halloween h2o which is like the 20 years later when jamie lee comes back so jamie Uh, lee wasn't in the second third Mm -hmm. but she's in this one and it's hilarious and amazing and part of it takes place in a sewer and then that's the h2o part the one after that it's like halloween resurrection or something Mm -hmm. michael myers comes back again and busta rhymes is in it of course and there's a and Tyra Banks and there's a weird like um I need to we need to watch that there's a weird like reality tv component to it it's amazing I love that one it's so we need to watch that and and Jamie Lee's in it so it's got like Busta Rhymes Jamie Lee and like Tyra Banks and like so those two 90s ones are really entertaining Mm -hmm. and then Rob Zombie made a remake of Halloween and then a sequel to that and Zob Rombie Zombie. after rob zombie then come these movies and there's just three of these mm-hmm. like most recent ones that this david mcbride is inexplicably one of the writers yes. yeah for some reason so the first one came out in 2018 i think mm-hmm. i and do there was remember that being a big deal that was last year and then halloween ends yeah. is this year yeah, I also wasn't expecting Judy Greer to be there. Yeah, she plays um Karen. 
Lori's daughter, Karen. God yeah. damn it, Karen. I love that her name is Karen. They were like, that's so unimaginative to name a white woman. I know, but I really liked her. I I love Judy Greer. She did a great job. Don't get it twisted. Her, she her did a great job. She was serving genuine fear when many people in this movie are just serving hilarious chaos. What is Anthony Michael Hall doing in this movie also? And he's giving like John Travolta neck. Yeah, and he um it is I Anthony Michael Hall, right? Michael yes, Steve Hall Anthony. is Dexter. Yeah, no, it is Anthony Michael Hall and I'm trying to figure out if he's in the original one or not. If he plays I was the feeling like he must have been. Because uh, Kyle he... Richards was the original little girl, Lindsay. I think then he In the first be. one. And he plays, he plays Tommy, right? Yeah, he's Tommy. Tommy's like the little boy from the original. But I'm trying Tommy. to figure out his breakout role. That would have been pre-Breakfast um, Club. Yeah, it was, because he was like a teen in Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Maybe he just wanted to be in it. Put pixie sticks on a sandwich and eat it. Ali Sheedy. No, it doesn't say he's in the original, so. His first movie was in 1982, so I don't think he was in any. The very Halloween curious how movies. he ended up in this film. Maybe he was just a fan and like wanted to or was interested and wanted to join in. I don't know. I feel like he and Danny McBride are in on an inside joke. They must be. I feel like this movie is an inside joke to them somehow. And I want to be on the inside. <laughs> joke. I love inside jokes. I hope to be a part of one someday. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Back to the matter at hand. It's Halloween Kills. Yes, and there's a lot. So we're going to, this is going to be a two-part episode. Mm -hmm. So the first part, we're going to do the whole introduction of the movie. Because there's a very, there's a lot of setup and a lot of lore. We've gone through some of the lore. So much. There's a lot of lore. So There's a load of lore. In the beginning of the recap. But a lot of crap happens before the credits even start yeah the film starts with an a kid okay wait i forgot about this the kid is dressed as a girl like yes. very convincingly yeah so i was very kind confused. of confusing because i was like oh is this a genderqueer person and then i was like yeah. oh wait no it's halloween it's just a super hetero guy dressed as a woman which still is a weird yeah. choice it's just a teenage boy dressed as a woman but that, i'm like that's not really a halloween costume was he supposed to be so specific <laughs> especially because <laughs> it wasn't a know. specific woman it was just he was any woman he yeah, was he himself was just like, as a woman uh, a little cardigan and a tank top and a skirt or something and like he had like a little scarf on or something like cute yeah, it was just looked very... cute like Girl. is he like a sexy blanche from golden girls i don't know what this that's kind of like the energy he was giving and he was he wearing a wig i thought he was wearing a blonde wig no but then i think he has he, long hair he was just he has like uh mid like chin length like curly blonde hair yeah. i was think it was just his hair but then later his hair's brown it's like a dark it's like a dark blonde light brown kind of yeah it's kind of like mine some light it's brown some light it's blonde there's some 
So he's on the phone to his friend. And yeah. he sees as he's walking. Yeah, as he's walking, there's someone in a Batman costume impaled on a fence, but this is never addressed. No, it's never addressed. There's a teenage boy, it appears, dresses Batman with like a spike through, through his, his face. Mouth. Yeah, yeah. On top of a fence. It's never oh. addressed. And at that no, point, he doesn't even Michael isn't him. even like quote unquote out yet. Like at that no. point, he's still burning in a building from the last Halloween. And movie they never that- bring that body into the hospital either. Because he's no point taking him to the hospital when they're dead. Well, they got to go to the morgue. Straight to the morgue with you. Yeah. <laughs> is the morgue like only at the hospital? Like there's a whole special floor of the hospital where the morgue is. But I mean, there's, there's probably other hospitals. Ones. There's multiple morgues. I don't know. <laughs> we should ask Captain Morgan. <laughs> so anyway, he's on the phone to his friend. He walks past this kid who has his head impaled on a fence, but no one cares about that nameless victim. And then he sees an officer who's laying by some train tracks, like weirdly on the train tracks, which mm-hmm. is kind of like off-putting because that doesn't have anything to do with this situation at all. Mm-hmm. He's just randomly next to some train tracks. And he has an open wound on his throat. And the kid's like, oh, oh, Hawkins, Officer Hawkins, I'm going to yeah, save your life. Like little badge that says Officer Hawkins. And yeah. Officer Hawkins has a backstory mm-hmm. that they show us. But well, wait, saying, before that, he says, he needs to die. And I'm going to be the one that's going to get him. Yeah, that's what he keeps saying. And the kid's just like, What? What do you mean? Can I help you? What (laughs) what? Except what were you gonna say? I find just like looking back on this now and like having seen the rest of the movie, it's kind of weird that Tommy like doesn't know who he's talking about because or no, not Tommy, whatever the kid's name is, because his dad like is involved in the whole shit. He's like the one that like got scared. Is his name Lonnie? Yes. Yeah. So his dad is Lonnie. So wouldn't he be like, yo, bitch, you talking about Michael Myers? Yeah, I know. Because so this kid who's in the beginning, his name is Cameron. And his dad is Lonnie, who is a quote unquote, sort of like the survivor club of Michael Myers. They're the kids slash adults from the original movie Mm -hmm. or like the original night who witnessed michael myers or survived him or outran him whatever right so this kid has grown up hearing about his dad's experience because his dad is buddies with tommy who is the little boy who survived right anthony michael yeah so i don't know why they don't he doesn't know who officer hawkins is because you would think that he would but maybe officer hawkins doesn't really hang out with them yeah, I guess, like, everybody in this town who's over the age of 40, like, has beef with Michael Myers, so it's kind of, like, yeah, they could be talking about anybody, I guess. Like, they don't know all of the drama of every That's single true. person. So now we uh, f- have a flashback to the Halloween night, 1978, the fateful night of the original film, mm-hmm. and this Officer Hawkins, who now in present day, present day of the movie is 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, but they keep cutting back to the original night to give us some setup. 
Mm-hmm. So apparently he was a rookie cop at the time in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. And he and his um like partner, they're both rookies. I, I think you mean his partner. Partner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why the other rookie cop has a weird kind of southerny accent going on. Yeah, I don't know. He was um he's very familiar. What's he yeah. from? He looks like some American Horror Story or something. So there's an actor, I think, that looks like that guy that was in American Crime Story. And American Horror Story, because they do the Ryan Murphy shit is all like intertwined in stupid ways. He was in the assassination of Gianni Versace. But I don't think it's the same guy. They're both hot, dark haired men. But I think this was a different guy. I think they just look alike and I have face blindness. So sorry, all white men look the same. Don't be mad at me. Um, (laughs) But so these two cops are going around and they're, Mm. they're just chatting mostly because this is one of their, it seems like they're beat cops. Yeah. And Halloween night, they're like, you know, Michael is out and about slashing people they're all kind of hearing the cops are all kind of hearing about it secondhand or through the radio or whatever so mm-hmm. they're beat cops they're not really expecting to have to like do shit so they're just casually kind of going around like telling people to go inside right casually on the lookout right um, for well, halloween hijinks so then they now we see this is a separate scene of the same night right There's, 1978 Yes, in 1978, there are two girls and a ginger boy. They're like maybe 13 or something. They're yeah. bullying a young boy. This young boy is Lonnie. Lonnie. And, uh, the cops pull up to them and they're like, what are you, what the hell are you doing? Go inside because some dude has killed a bunch of teenagers. Go home. So Lonnie and his bowl cut, he has like a delightful. Uh, and then don't the cops like whip out of there? Like the cop is like, some guy killed a bunch of teenagers down the street tonight and then he speeds away in his cop car like inexplicably for no reason yeah he's like go inside kids and then he leaves them and he (laughs) (laughs) so Lonnie's like running home Mm -hmm. essentially and he has his little pumpkin uh treats jack-o'-lantern yeah jack-o'-lantern basket bucket there you go halloween bucket and he is running and he trips and he spills all of his candy. And then as he's on the ground, we see a shadow over him and it appears to be Michael Myers. Dun, dun. Um, but then, then he curls up like, in a little ball and he's like, please don't hurt me. Don't hurt, don't me. hurt me. And then when then he the opens cops. his eyes, it's the two cops. The um, rookie cops, which is Officer Hawkins and this other dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also refer they keep referring to something that happened in 1963 on Halloween and that's why they call Michael the boogeyman because but- he killed his six-year-old sister oh remember right. that becomes like yeah. a really big thing in this movie is that like on yeah. Halloween night in 1963 he killed his little sister she was looking out the window in her bedroom yes and he was like six years old Yes, or he was older, but she was six. No, I thought he was six years old. She was like a teenager. Oh, oh, well, I don't know. Because they were, he was six, and then he was in the mental facility for 15 years, and then he escaped 
on Halloween night, 1978. And he was like a teen. Returned to the then. scene of the crime. Because there's, there's weird, like, I feel like they set up in these movies that he and Lori, who's Jamie Lee's mm-hmm. character, are like roughly the same age. Yeah, I do think that's kind of implied. Um, so it ends up not being Michael that the little boy Lonnie sees. It's the two cops and they're like, hey, go home. So he goes home right. and Lonnie's fine. But well, the they're co- like, what, who are you running from? Or whatever. And he yeah. goes, oh, the boogeyman. And then he yeah. runs away screaming. And they're like, oh, well, this dumb little bitch. So the cops enter the old Myers home and they enter the house and Officer Hawkins sees the corpse of a dead dog. That looks pretty fresh. Like it's still red with blood. Like, yeah. And he's like, hey, there's a dead dog in here. And the other cop goes, what? Because he's already moved on into the other room and didn't see that. And then Officer Hawkins just goes, nothing. Nothing? Nothing? A dog like, has been like freaking stabbed and sliced. Like you're not gonna and your workshop like, would be really concerned. It was like an animal had been feeding on the carcass, like um coral style when Voldemort was on the back of his head and he has to drink yeah. horny blood, like where he's like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like that was very much like what it looked like someone was doing to that dog which is like a very concerning thing I would think especially in Michael Myers house right but they don't take that as a sign as anything and they creep around like the house investigating of course they split up in classic horror movie style because these stupid people never stick together especially okay one big qualm with this whole movie is that they're all like we need to get him he's impossible to kill blah 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 but then they split up in like teams of two or like by themselves. And it's like, didn't we address the fact that y'all know y'all can't kill him with just like two people? Right. And then you have some like tiny ass gun or like tiny knife and that's your. Yeah. I'm like, what about a flamethrower y'all? Like something that is a Molotov cocktail, like throw yeah. body would do more damage than these puny guns that they have. We need ammo people. Uh, so, but these cops didn't really know that. Um, no. so the one rookie cop is just staring out the window and he's mumbling to himself he goes Haddonfield where nothing exciting ever had yeah <laughs> Michael jumps out and he grabs him by the throat with his meaty fingies and then the um Hawkins like is like ah! and he comes to the noise and he tries to shoot Michael but Michael is like strangling the cop like in front of him like a smart person that is committing a crime with another human body would block themselves from a bullet not that I play video games or anything but that's my philosophy (laughs) um and so he's like if kill him or like is is the British the British what the fuck Colleen is the brunette guy saying like shoot him or I'm gonna die or is Michael saying that I can't remember I think the the cop is saying that. He's like, just shoot, just shoot. Yeah. Um, so of course Hawkins shoots and he accidentally hits the rookie cop in the neck vein. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> oh, in this note. <laughs> Michael Myers kind of got a big booty though. 
Why is he so meaty if he's been living in crawl spaces and sewers forever? And then Michael Myers runs away. Michael Myers escapes, and then the rookie cop dies because Hawkins just lets him profusely bleed out through the biggest vein in his neck to you. Yeah, Hawkins is dumb. But I just need to go back to the big booty aspect of this. Mm -hmm. I have always wondered this. And I know after watching this film, it's sort of implied that Michael Myers is not totally human. He feeds off of fear and like gains his strength from fear. Yeah, I believe. But in the earlier films, that's not really a thing. And I know that this movie doesn't, the movies jump around. So they're not all sequential. They don't all have to do with each other. Mm -hmm. But the ones where he is like in, I believe this is in the H2O one, Mm -hmm. where there's like some shit where Michael's been living, he's been living like under porches and there's some stuff with his mom. His mom was like hiding him out or something. Mm. And he was living in the sewers and then Jamie Lee goes down there to find him. There's all this weird stuff. But like, oh, that sounds interesting. But I've always wondered how mm. does he stay so strong when he has no vitamin D? Yeah. Like no sunlight. He's yeah. Pasty AF. Like he's not getting sun. Yeah. Some- and nutrition right like what does he what do we never see him eat no does michael myers like a salad or a sandwich or a soup i don't think yeah i i don't know who is the man behind the mask the thing that i find very interesting about this movie that i had to like get past was that i haven't seen this movie series that much And I had to like get past the fact that it's not like a Scooby-Doo moment where like they get his mask off and they're like, it was you the whole time. Like I kept kept thinking like we were going to take it off and it was going to be like, oh, like you're the villain, but it's not because the whole time it's just, it is Michael Myers and like they know what he looks like, but he just wears the mask for effect. Just because he's weird, I think. Ooh. Now we get some Loomis shit. Do you know, I don't think you know who doc, Dr. Loomis, this is the lore aspect that yeah. they just expect you to know when Lay you want lore on me. So Dr. Loomis was Michael's original psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Like when he was a little boy and killed his sister, Dr. Loomis is the one who like evaluated him mm-hmm. and told everybody like, this kid is evil right don't trust him like he needs he has the mind of an animal yeah basically so dr loomis always just like appears and move in the movies and is like we must kill him oh god he's just yeah he didn't like really do anything he was just like there being stressed but i believe so i haven't seen the one that comes before this that was from 2018 i think i think michael kills dr loomis in that one Okay, that sounds about right. Because we see Loomis in the past. So this is still like the 1978 night when like they come like after Hawkins lets his uh friend bleed out, he goes downstairs and Loomis is there, like, did Michael kill again? Did he kill again? And then Michael's standing in the front yard and all of the cops like have their guns on him or whatever. And then it's kind of implied that he gets away. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know but that is literally that. just the intro to the movie and then the extremely long title sequence that is just 
illuminated by jack-o'-lanterns yeah rolls for like eight minutes that's yeah, a solid it, five. really long it's like an old school star wars intro yeah it's long bury that or like gone with the wind it's long <laughs> gone with the wind fabulous <laughs> not that. Is that what she, is that kenya is that what she says yeah from real housewives of atlanta i'm gone with the wind fabulous which is like conflicting to say anyway but especially conflicting from the mouth of a black woman yeah i mean from the mouth of any woman honestly re- reclaim it <laughs> you know i guess yeah if anybody yeah, can I be gone with the wind fabulous i encourage her yeah it's not for white people that's for sure no white person should say they're gone with the wind fabulous that's no implying the most of the racism okay god this movie's so long that was just the intro i know and now okay so let's begin we'll begin a little bit of the recap of the movie that sets up the killing spree yeah essentially so that was the beginning of the movie the intro before the credit sequence that shows the lore it was like the whole setup of the origin story i guess for 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 this movie and kind of like the other movies also kind of yeah it's like for the colleens who aren't like weird horror movie people who like know this haven't been keeping up with this franchise I only like partially know this stuff, but I was really just hoping Busta Rhymes would show up like in that one. <laughs> I was hoping. I really want to watch that now. I need to know. It's like so I amazing. Need to know. Um, so now the most of the intro took place in 1978, except for Cameron, the teenage boy finding Officer Hawkins. Right. And so now we're back to 2018 mm-hmm. on that same night of Halloween. Of course, it's always Halloween. Always. And that a bar at an open mic night and it begins with a couple of people it's a young I think married or dating couple Mm -hmm. and they're dressed as medical professionals but they're having a conversation about work in which they are medical professionals so I'm like why are you dressing as what you are well and then did you catch later later when shit is like going down and people are like batting down the hatches no spoilers just yet but these people go he's dressed as a doctor and she's dressed as like a sexy nurse and when the time is like coming down to the wire she's like i'm a doctor and my husband's a nurse yeah and that yeah. was so funny to me i, I, like, I know they're a little like of their blind. entire presence in this film there are little lines that are funny um like that that make me think okay there's some intelligent writing in this but there's also some just weird uh, it's just very weird that's like I'm like Danny McBride was like that'll be hilarious and like that doesn't have anything to do with the plot of this film it just is a funny bit that's thrown in there yeah um so while they're having the young couple is having their conversation they're kind of oblivious to the Michael Myers stuff at this point right they just sort of get roped into everything um but the bartender is talking about Michael Myers with the uh, crowd of survivors who always comes to the bar on Halloween night. So the survivor club essentially is the, most of them were kids at the time or teenagers. Mm -hmm. 
1978, except for, well, Jamie Lee was a teenager. Yes, except for Marion, who was like a young woman. Yeah, so Marion is now. Yes. So Marion. All I can is, think about is how old that woman is. Marion is survivor number one. And she was in the original movie, it's like a short scene, I think, where she's driving a car and Michael like attempts to attack her. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. escapes. Yeah. Um, so she's survivor number one in the club. Survivor number two is Tommy, who mm-hmm. was the little boy. Um right. Jamie Lee. Michael Hall. Yes, who Jamie Lee was babysitting mm-hmm. in the first movie and is very annoying. And she's always like, Tommy, no, Tommy, hide. Tommy, yeah. You're not- <laughs> yeah. Stop bossing so. me around. And then survivor number three is Lindsay, played by Kyle Richards, who's on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> she did great. I was so excited to see her. She looked amazing. Her acting. Yeah, she was actually wasn't that good. bad. Her the writing and lines that they gave her were terrible, but she did well with yeah, them. Yeah, I thought she was decent. Um, but so she was actually in the original movie as the little girl whose babysitter right. gets killed. Mm-hmm. And then she runs to Lori. AKA Jamie Lee's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she survives. And then there's Lonnie who was the little boy with the bowl cut who was being bullied who said he was being chased by the boogeyman yes and i believe those are that's that's everyone yeah or officer hawkins and jamie lee aka laurie Mm -hmm. or like the older ones the ogs yeah Um, so so the the bartender's like i'm gonna bring up my friend sorry and he says something dumb about like he's got a great joker. He says he's a great bird whistler. Yeah, which is and weird. then which again random. And then Tommy goes up there and he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna bird whistle, but I do have a story to tell you." And then he introduces us to all of them, the Survivors Club. Yes. And then he's like, "Join me." in commemorating the victims and survivors of Michael Myers. And then he says, the boogeyman is coming for me. The boogeyman is coming for me. Is that what he says? Yeah. You, Lori, wherever you are. Yeah. So Lori is kind of a wild card. People never know where the hell she is because she's like, they're like, oh, Lori's crazy. Yeah. Um, So Tommy is kind of like the de facto leader of the Survivors Club. Yeah, because they're like, Lori's not here. Yeah, we never know where the hell Lori is. Um, But he thinks that since he survived Michael, that Michael's going to come for him because he's like the de facto leader, I guess. So he's like the next threat after Lori. Yeah. And then we cut to the one and only Miss Lori, of course, because when he says, Lori, wherever you are, then the directors are like, and now we must show them where Lori is. And she is in the back of a truck or like a weird, like I, it, it seemed like a farm, like truck yeah. almost in a weird way. And she's in the back of the truck, openly bleeding from her guts. And Karen is like pushing down on her to keep her alive. And a bunch of fire trucks go past them. So this is all like continued from the action of the previous movie that we didn't watch, but we can like glean from. 
um, that they like she and Karen and whoever else like laid a trap for Michael that involved burning him Mm -hmm. to death in like a whole house so as they are like driving to the hospital because Jamie Lee Curtis is bleeding from her guts she is screaming at these fire trucks that are driving by going let it burn let it burn (laughs) giving very Nick Cage and how to get burned yeah (laughs) yeah she really was like that um, and so there are firemen going into the burning building and somehow Michael's just chilling in there in the corner. And so when the fire, the first fireman goes down there, it, he's in the, ba- Michael's in the basement always. He's always in basements or sewers or some shit. Cause he's weird like that. Cause he's subterranean. Yeah. He's subterranean. He's a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he is just chilling in the background, somehow not catching a blaze but this his jumpsuit is flame retardant maybe his mask is flame retardant too maybe the mask does get burned a little though like on the in a sort of phantom of the opera-esque way for rubber mask so he kills the guy the first one with a pickaxe like just smashes his face with a pickaxe and then the other fireman tries to like rescue the first guy but he Mm -hmm. can't see so he just like reaches his hand down into the and he's like take my hand and i'll pull you up yeah but then michael myers grabs his hand and then he and pulls him down and he goes yeah he get dead and then he get big dead and then the rest of them all the other firefighters are outside and i swear i'm not joking mike michael myers comes upstairs and he's standing on the front porch and i looked at mikey and i was like there's no way that Michael Myers is gonna kill all these <laughs> firemen. Like there were like why was he firemen there? Why was he soaking wet before they sprayed him with the water? Do you notice that? That was totally an editing failure. His, his jumpsuit that. is soaking wet when he walks really? out of the building with the pickaxe, really? and then the firemen blast him with the fire right with hose. The hose. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were like, no one will notice. It's so dark. He walks and the shot is really out of quick. a fire. Helen noticed. Yeah, who walks out of a fire soaking wet? Soaking wet. wet. That's hilarious, actually. What a genius. <laughs> no sense. What a genius. Uh, so then he, concept. of course, swings his pickaxe and just starts like fucking killing these guys. Yeah, and then pickaxes some- somebody pickaxes somebody right in the face. Why does that feel so weird to say? Pickaxes but that where did the chainsaw come from by the way so one of the firefighters has it's not a chainsaw it's like a circular saw that you can like hold probably to cut through like um like boards and stuff to like get people out of the fire yeah but michael myers this person like is one of the last ones to die after he takes out like six or seven of the other ones um he gets to the person who has the circular saw and he flips it around on them so they saw themselves in half. Yeah. The balls that this movie had with like Brutal. the killings that Michael Myers just beat down these people with. Brutal. Um, so then after we see that Michael is not dead, he's, you know, killing these 
firemen escaping the fire against all odds really it's an underdog tale yeah i think (laughs) what what they're really missing in this movie is that michael myers is a story of overcoming and becoming your own worst nightmare against all odds he continues to kill people (laughs) he continues to rage uh, but Jamie Lee gets rushed to the hospital and um, yeah this seems to be the continuation of the previous film where she and her daughter and her granddaughter had attempted to kill Michael and thought that they had killed him um, so Karen is like washing her bloody hands and it shows her ring finger with her wedding oh, ring yeah. and guess- she like scrubs the blood off of her wedding yeah. ring Oh, I just realized why that's important because yeah, you because don't know her... at that point in the movie if you didn't see the one before that her husband got killed by Michael in the movie before this yes. one. Yes. So oh my god, that explains so much now. Her husband was killed in the previous film, and that is her daughter's name is Allison. Mm-hmm. And so like Allison, Allison for the rest of the film is like, he killed my dad. Yeah. He tried to kill my grandma, you know. So she like wants revenge. Minute kill my dad she wants revenge whereas karen is just sort of like wants to be done with all this shit yeah karen wants to move on now that her husband has been killed and like he's killed all these people she's like can we please just fucking like be done yeah she's like can we move somewhere else where right like at a certain point you wonder like they can't just fucking relocate like yeah why don't they move to an island or something move to hawaii or Move to the Florida Keys. There you go. Move to the Florida Keys. <laughs> Michael can't get there. <laughs> it's funny to imagine that, like, Michael Myers is around. Like, he lives in this town year round. But yeah, I know. Right? On Halloween night, does he put his mask and his jumpsuit on yeah. and go out and kill what people? Does he do he the just rest like of the sees Lori at the grocery store. Like, he's like, Hey, bitch, I'm going to kill you in 350 <laughs> days. Like, yeah, like, it's a small fictional town in rural Illinois. Where like, is he hanging out? <laughs> in Sew- the sewers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The other movie, it's like he's in the sewers or his mom's basement. So, I mean, I guess. Same here. He's just eating TV dinners, watching Jeopardy. Yeah. for Halloween. <laughs> 364 days a year. He's just polishing his knives. Yeah. Watching the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, he's watching Great British Bake Off and like baking gingerbread. I love to imagine a shot of like him in his full Michael Myers attire, like sharpening knives or something, and just like, yeah, peacefully watching a TV show or watching like Real Housewives and being like, I can't believe Dorinda yeah <laughs> he's on tinder <laughs> yeah he's like i'm just looking for someone that... or grinder we don't know he's on grinder because he um sawed that girl ha 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 like a grinder hilarious yikes so next episode we will continue with the recap and the next part of the movie things really pick up the killing really picks up there's a lot more killing once it gets going it just doesn't stop i mean there's I would say killing, there's a toy airplane is one an angry of the mob. most and like they came up with some really innovative ways to kill people they did like and then when they had taken it too far 
they were like let's take it one step further yeah they're like why not like every scene somehow they made it they managed to make it even more grim and gruesome than the first i also think it's really worth noting that where helen like takes notes of the shows because i don't have the brain capacity to do something like that and we're barely even an eighth of the way down this note scroll like literally the bar has moved not even a centimeter also my the notes that i take for each thing we watch are just a complete like shot for shot um play by play of what's going on yeah retelling of what's going on and then there are random <laughs> like comments. Like, why does Michael Myers have such a booty though? Yeah, why does he have such a big butt? I'm like, do do do. Yep, reading the notes, going through the episode. Then I'm like, what am I reading? What, <laughs> What's happening? What is brain? this? <sighs> what is happening here? It's really what a film. I was telling Mikey, like. I was like, this is bordering on like a 10 out of 10 because it was so it's funny. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, it and it has so everything. funny. I was laughing and like guffawing and just being like, oh my God, the whole time. Like I, to me, a good movie like for this show is like a, sh- a show or a movie that makes me go, what? Yes. Come it has on. To be, like really, I mean, they went there. Why? <laughs> Why? They signed up. So many people signed off and put money into this. Dude, like something, yeah, to consider is like these scenes where they're like killing people in the most complicated and like ridiculous, extreme way possible. They spent hours designing, like, yeah. you know, planning every like move every and shot. being like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. And that also does kind of make sense why I noticed some like editing errors or what are they called where there's like something happens that has already happened or that, you know, when in different shots, like continuity. when continuity went, yeah, it was like a, con- there are a lot of continuity things that I think I only noticed because I'm taking notes of everything. Right. Yeah. But there's I a was lot like of that very in, in the moment for this one. Usually I take like some notes too. But I was literally like, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this as it unfolds. And it was, it did not disappoint. And in some of the violence scenes, I did notice, yeah, some things I'm like, that didn't make sense. And tell me how that. But I also think they don't really care. They don't, it doesn't need to be realistic because. I don't think they really care. Yeah, I don't think they really care. And neither did I, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't really care either. And there's a lot of little like, like Easter eggs or like clues to the past Mm -hmm. films, even if they're not related. Yeah, just kind of interesting. Like the fire and the basement, and I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff. And the sewers. (laughs) sewers. No sewers in this one. (laughs) But maybe in the last one, maybe we should watch all of them at this point. We should watch the Busta Rhymes one. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. we have to watch Halloween Ends because we have to see how Halloween ends. The bro. final showdown with Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. Shagadelic. 
by brain. Wouldn't it be funny if (laughs) you just have the same thought that if Michael if Mike Myers was playing Michael Myers, but we didn't know this whole time because of the mask. And then when they take the mask off, they're like, Mike, what are you doing here? And he's like, ah, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) And then he like honks his own nipples or something. Like he's like, Wayne's world. (laughs) world. it time. Excellent. (laughs) And they're like, that's why you didn't die. You were just really high the whole time. And he was like, oh, <laughs> Foxy. That's what I think of when I think of um, Wayne's World, other than all of the other things you can think of with Wayne's World. Yes. Well, there you have it, folks. That's part one of Halloween Kills. And it's killing me. Now we have to break this episode into two parts, but the second part will potentially be released before Tuesday. And if not, it'll be released on Tuesday. Get over it. <laughs> get over it get over it i, I like to all, be a very like um all three of our listeners are really upset hey we have <laughs> listeners okay we have listeners a lot of people tell me that they listen and they like it so i choose Aww. to believe that's good yeah i choose to believe and i believe in us i'm having fun so honestly someday <laughs> when my life has passed me by you know what song i'm singing it's sugar Ray. around and wonder yeah. why you were always there for me this is, is what sugar uh, ray yeah it is sugar ray someday Maybe lee is singing to michael <laughs> when my life has passed me by <laughs> I sit around and wonder why you were always there for me. That is so accurate to this film, though. What about this one? And the reason is you. <laughs> and the reason is you. Who sings that one? What band is that? I think that was like Switchfoot. Yeah. You remember? That does sound accurate. You know what would have been a really cool band name? Switchblade. That probably is one. I bet. But you know what? I, wish I could tell Switch with that. I thought of a really funny one the other day, and I don't know why I thought it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? Yes. Finger sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Their logo is like, they're like a punk band or Their something. sandwich made of fingers, like a yeah. bread. Yeah. Or That's like exactly a sandwich. what I imagine when you finger said finger sandwich. sandwich. But it's like a play on words because like finger sandwich, you eat it with your fingers or like it's a sandwich of fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes me think of um, lady fingers. Yeah, which I've always and hated that. The finger lakes. <laughs> Lots of good jokes to be made about the finger lakes, but now is neither the time nor the place. <laughs> no, it's really not related. I've got things to do, places to go, people to see. No time for this tomfoolery. <laughs> well, well, there you have it. Join us next time. We'll be back like Mike Myers. We never, we never mm-hmm. die. <laughs> we have the, um, the, what did, like at some point in the movie, Dr. Loomis says like, or someone says he has the mind of a child the appetite of an animal 
<laughs> and the like, body the, of an adult or something. Yeah, the body of a grown man. <laughs> yeah, like something like that. Yeah, okay. I was like <laughs> the appetite of an animal. Yeah, so I'm like, well, is he like a a what's it called a chimera or like a griffin? He's like part lion. A chimera part- is that? Yeah, chimera. Maybe you're right. I think he's like part lion, part bird <laughs> yeah. you know he's like uh, the, all these different parts or he's yeah. just a potato head he just has a bunch of different yeah. parts that you put together <laughs> my oh my my yeah. oh michael <laughs> my years uh, yes all right we'll be back thanks we for listening thanks for listening like and share and write reviews and be nice to us because we're fragile Yes, please write reviews. I thought about writing fake reviews. Maybe <laughs> we should buy. So I don't have to. We should hire bots to write reviews for us, and then we can write raps about how bots don't write reviews for us, like Cardi B. <laughs> that sounds good. I like that. Perfect. Pencil it in. Okay. All right. <laughs>